At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the sports betting network. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome into another edition of Rush Hour presented by Bet Rivers. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live out of the Bet Rivers Sportsbook just outside of Chicago here in Des Plaines, Illinois, at the Rivers Casino. And, man, we've got a lot of action to look forward to throughout the next 60 minutes and, well, still plenty of action right now. Hopefully you're able to dabble in uh, to this Astros and White Sox game on the side of Houston or on the over because... Uh, it is a bloodbath to say the least. But also, we got this Cubs game going on right now on the big screen. Uh, Cubby's trying to hold on to this 3 2 lead as they'll be heading into the ninth inning against the Orioles. So we'll be sure to keep you updated if anything happens in that game. Not as much with the White Sox effort or lack thereof. But uh, besides that, let me tell you what we got dialed up for tonight's show. To kick things off, we'll be updating you on the AFC North with the Deshaun Watson situation in just a second. The updated win total and division odds at Bed Rivers. Now we can finally talk about it since it's solidified and the win total has finally been posted. Uh, we'll preview the Bears and the Seahawks Thursday night game tonight, preseason week numero dos. We had a bet in this game, then the lines went all crazy. I'll tell you where it's settled and how it's moved. Also helping out with that game and much more, Ryan Kramer joining us in 15 minutes, host of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Ryan does excellent work covering the NFL, so we'll talk a little bit more about the futures that he has delved into and some player awards that he may find interesting. And then 30 minutes from now, Beeson's betting reporter, all over the market movements, Josh Applebaum. Excited to talk with Josh. He's our Thursday regular, so we'll look forward to chatting with him in 30 minutes. And then 45 from now, got one play on the diamond. We had the winner last night with the Astros. Hopefully you did listen to the Chicago City cast today because we backed the Astros once again. And, uh, yeah, they're up 21-5, to five, so I'm feeling pretty good about that one. So I'll give you another play in baseball tonight, and then we'll kind of just cap off everything with the preseason football game at the end. So lots to get to. Let's jump into it with Deshaun Watson. The NFL and NFLPA have reached an agreement on an 11-game suspension for Deshaun Watson. And the fine of $5 million will go to charity, also included in that. So basically, Deshaun Watson is looking to be back week 13 at Houston against the Texans. So that is the official news now for Deshaun Watson. You thought it'd maybe be six. You thought it'd maybe be the entire season. But they settled on 11 games. So what does that do now to the odds? Well, the Ravens are still your short shot to win the uh, AFC North at plus 140. 
The Bengals come next at plus 170. The Browns earlier today were actually plus 400, so they were 4-1, to one, right? Now they're up to plus 450. The Steelers still at the bottom, 8-1. to one. We've been looking at this Browns team for quite some time because for a brief moment, Bet Rivers did have their win total up, and it was 9.5 with a little bit of juice to the under. Now when we've been kind of awaiting to see what the end result of Deshaun Watson and his suspension was going to be, it had been off, and I kind of was thinking, hey, maybe it'll still be around 9.5, maybe 9, depending on the penalty. I mean, you know, if he was out a year, we'd be having a way different conversation. But now that we know it will be 11 games, the win total currently at Bet Rivers is 8.5. The overs plus money, plus 123. The unders at minus a buck 50. So you're getting a game less than what you could have got maybe a month or so ago on the Cleveland Browns in their win total. So let's get into it with this schedule. This is our final team that we've been waiting to preview and get my thoughts on with their win total. So let's jump into it with the winnable, losable, and then toss-up games. Beginning with those winnable games. Luckily enough for Cleveland, those first six games, because we originally thought it was going to be a six-game suspension, they're pretty favorable. Week two versus the Jets, that should be a winnable game despite not having Deshaun Watson. Same with week three versus Pittsburgh, and then week four at Atlanta. I think those are three winnable games still with the talent you have remaining on that roster for Cleveland. Then you have to go all the way to week 13, Deshaun Watson's return. It's on the road, but at least it's against the lowly Houston Texans. Then week 17, you're on the road against Carson Wentz and the Washington Commanders. You will probably desperately need that game to help your postseason bid, as well as week 18 at Pittsburgh. Again, I'm not that high on Pittsburgh, and the Browns at that point, Deshaun Watson probably has developed the rhythm, and they're going to be needing every single game they can get at that point, right? Losable games. I got about six of them here for Cleveland. Week 5 versus the Chargers. You won't have Deshaun Watson. You get Justin Herbert and company coming to town. Shouldn't be a favorable matchup for you. Neither should Week 7 at Baltimore. Taking on the Ravens on the road. Baltimore's a short shot to win the division. And again, still no Deshaun Watson in that game. Week 8 versus Cincinnati. Yeah, you get them at home and you, you like to figure you could split here with Cincinnati, but you're catching them in two tough spots because you get them without Deshaun Watson, even though it's at home. And then week 14 with Deshaun Watson, well, that's going to be his toughest opponent. I mean, you're getting Houston for his game back, but then things get real the next week at Cincinnati against the Bengals. So I think losable games, both instances against the Bengals. In between that, though, week 11 at Buffalo and then week 12 versus Tampa Bay. So that's still pre-Deshaun Watson. Then for toss-up games, you get about five. Week one at Carolina. It's not going to shock me to see Cleveland win this game, but, hey, Carolina could be a sneaky, decent team, and week one's always a little wonky, so that's a toss-up spot. Same with week six versus New England. I put it there not just because of the rumblings we've heard with the Patriots, but even prior to that, I haven't been the highest on this Patriots team. So I think that's more of a 50-50 spot. Week 10 at Miami. It's post-bye week, which is good for the Browns. You still got Jacoby Brissett, but I still don't have faith or know what to expect out of Tua Tungabailoa in this Miami squad. So that's why I consider that a 50-50 ball game. And then week 15 versus Baltimore, you get them at home, you have Deshaun Watson, but again, will they have that rhythm established immediately? Will they actually be that good with him in the mix? Or will all the off-field distractions kind of get to him in a tough AFC division game? Uh, week 16, you get the Saints. I don't know what to expect out of New Orleans. We've talked about this. It all revolves around Jameis Winston. Everywhere else, they seem pretty rock solid. Not sure what to expect, though, in that ball game, week 16. So Jameis Winston's the big question mark, and so is that game, hence why it's a 50-50 ball game. All in all, maybe I'm giving them a little bit more confidence than I should, but I'll put the Browns at 9-8. and eight. But this is with the assumption that they can at least get a few of those first six games, right? That they can take care of business against the Jets, Steelers, and Falcons. If they can get those three wins, then yes, they should be able to get to nine wins. But then you also look at that group of toss-up games I was talking about. Week one at Carolina, that could easily go their way. Uh, they could easily beat the Saints at home in week 16. 
they could split with Baltimore in Week 15. I probably lean more toward them winning three out of the five toss-up games as opposed to two out of the five. But hey, you know, I'd rather bet the under in the sense of I think they have a way better chance of getting to eight wins than I would say they get to double-digit wins at 10. Not that that's saying anything outlandish, but that's really how I would figure this Brown season would go. But because the total adjusted from 9.5 now down to 8.5, Man, I just don't really see any value at this point, especially because you're laying minus 150 to the under. I think they could get eight, eight wins, nine wins. I mean, look, I mean, minus 150 to eight and a half. It's just not worth the juice to bank on them getting eight and probably sweating it out that last game of the year is pretty much what I'm getting to. But the strategy that I would look to implement here with this team is hope that they can get off to that good start, right? Hope they can take advantage against the Panthers week one, Jets week two, Pittsburgh week three, Atlanta week four, all right? Because then you know what's going to happen. You're going to get an over-adjusted win total. And then hopefully you can get this win total up to about nine and a half. Heck, maybe even 10. I doubt it's going to be that exaggerated, but you get my point. So if that does happen, if that's the case, then we can jump in mid-season, early in the season, and then look to attack the under, knowing that it's still a tough path and he's still got a long ways to go before Deshaun Watson gets in the mix. And even if he's there, hey, maybe it still takes him a little while and it could be a bumpy road. So, yeah, I'll give him 9-8, and eight, but I probably still would lean more toward an under before I would do any over with this Cleveland team that potentially could be a mess. We don't know what's going to happen throughout that organization. Do they have talent? Yes. Do they have their starting quarterback for 11 games? No, they do not. So uh, should be interesting times there in Cleveland, especially with the absence of Deshaun Watson. All right, there you have it. Now we have officially done every single team in their win total and how we would kind of bet them as of this point. And we'll look to recap all of that tomorrow, kind of our uh, encapsulation of everything we've done for the NFL. But really quick, speaking of the NFL, and we'll hit this once again at the end of the show, let me update you with these NFL preseason lines, at least for tonight, Thursday night football. We got a little bit of Bears action tonight, folks. We always got to look forward to that. Maybe not always. Sometimes it's disappointing more often than not, but maybe not tonight. The Bears on the road against the Seahawks. Chicago's catching three in the hook, and the total now is 38-and-a-half. Remember, this thing opened 39-and-a-half, went up to 42-and-a-half, and now it's came it's come tumbling down. And Well, because Drew Locke has COVID, right? Drew Locke is out, should be Eason, should be Geno Smith, and now the Seahawks, instead of being a five-and-a-half point favorite, they're down to a three-and-a-half-point favorite. We got involved at minus four-and-a-half because that was with the assumption Drew Locke and Geno Smith were playing. That was with the assumption these two guys would be competing for that top starting position, and this would mean more, and it would be at a disadvantage for the Bears on a short week, especially in the preseason. So I'm sitting on the Seahawks minus four-and-a-half ticket, and no, I'm not feeling great about it. But some books out there did have Seattle at minus three. I don't hate the idea of realizing that maybe this is over-adjusting in itself because of the absence of Drew Locke. I still like Seattle here, right? I mean, Geno Smith's going to be playing a considerable amount of time, more than Justin Fields is, right? And that short week, probably not going to do any favors to the Bears. So I'm not saying you lay minus 180 on the money line, but shop around and see if you can get something decent here with Seattle. By the way, the Bears plus 145 on the buyback for that money line. But still a lot of betting options for this game and a lot of time before it starts. We'll update you on that once again later in the show. More NFL coming next here, though, on Rush Hour. Ryan Kramer going to be joining us. Some player awards and some futures that caught his interest. Let's pick his brain about the Deshaun Watson debacle. That coming next here on Beeson, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. 
I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion that focuses on your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. And you've got city casts available in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, LA, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and Washington, D.C. So make sure you subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available, and you'll be set up with multiple episodes a week and great local sports betting content. Okay, welcome back to Rush Hour here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host. Thank you for being with us on this exciting Thursday evening. And, man, we're not only excited about the preseason game tonight with the Bears and the Seahawks, we're naturally excited for the regular season. And to help us handicap more of that, we're welcoming on Ryan Kramer at KramerCentric on Twitter, host of the Sports Gambling Podcast. Ryan, appreciate you making some time, my man. Loved having that convo a couple weeks back with some of your NFL fell plays so we're happy to have you back on here and kind of take it into a different approach but you know before we get into some of your plays that you've also added we got to ask you about the Deshaun Watson's uh, situation here he's suspended 11 games going to be coming back week 13 versus the Texans at Bet Rivers we see the odds for the Browns to win the AFC North at about plus 450 in terms of their win total eight and a half is the number heavy juice to the under what did that news do to you in terms of moving the needle for how you would play the Browns this season? Well, it certainly was interesting a couple of weeks back when they did open after the six game news and they didn't seem yeah. scared. Maybe that he plays the whole season because there's some court uh, injunction that seemed misguided. And I think they left that nine and a half open way too long. Now at this point of the futures, I, it's all cooked for me. It just tells me now this is a, this is a team that I'm going to look to play in spots as a dog early in the season because people will think they're way worse than they are. And when Deshaun Watson comes back, candidly, love the matchup. Going to, to Houston for a road game, come on. The NFL wasn't involved in making sure that happened. And then the Bengals right after that. So I think for me, all it did was circle those two games as, boy, I can't wait to fade Deshaun Watson after that two-year layoff. <laughs> no doubt about it. Well, Ryan, I think you're right, though. I mean, the nine and a half was floating out there for a little bit. Very tempting. I missed the boat on it. And you're right. I mean, at eight and a half, probably not anything worth betting as at this point. But game by game should be fascinating to see what happens with this Browns team. Now, uh, I was talking about some of these futures that you and I discussed, and I want to take it into a different arena, one that we haven't really discussed too much here on the show, and that's the make or miss props for the playoffs. 
Looks like you got a couple teams of interest that maybe some people aren't talking about as much or giving enough respect to in terms of making the playoffs. And I want to start with this team, the Las Vegas Raiders, at about plus 150 to make the playoffs. I think they're very talented. I think Derek Carr is absolutely going to pad his stats this year. The division is very, very difficult, but you think it may be worth the bet that they could find themselves in the postseason, huh? Yeah, and I think, you know, while the division uh, price is fun at 650 plus 700, just from a contrarian angle, these are all good teams. I understand that people are very excited about the Chargers. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes, and, you know, Russell Wilson, a bit of an unknown, but I get why people are excited there. To me, this is just a case where all four teams could make the playoffs. I, we've run, uh, you know, the model over here at the Sports Gambling Podcast. We've previewed every team, and I, I think it's very likely that we're sitting here at the, it's, it's greater than, you know, typical years where you'd say like, Hey, it was impossible a couple years ago. Now there's three wild cards. This is the perfect division to do it. I think they could all split with one another and not destroy each other's chances. And considering the Raiders are plus plus one I've just laid out the case where they're the worst team in the division. What if they're third best or second best? I almost certainly think that locks them into a division uh, or a playoff spot coming out of that division. So do I expect them to be a 13-14 win team? No, but can they win 10 games and, and get into the playoffs in the AFC out of the toughest division? Absolutely, and at plus odds, I love it. Sure, I don't disagree with you there, Ryan. And I also like your angle here with this next team, the Arizona Cardinals, plus 125. Now it seems like there's been some nonsense going on with Arizona. I mean, clearly you're missing Hopkins for six games. They had the Kyler Murray contract negoci uh, negotiations going on. So you're thinking maybe that causes some distractions, but at the same time, maybe that's giving you more value to back this team that could be getting overlooked. I think I wanted to find a way to fade the Rams. I'm a little concerned there might be a hangover there. And I'm willing to look past Kyler and his addiction to Call of Duty and the fact that there's a new version coming out October 28th. I think they're going to start the season fast as always. And again, after going through all the teams, man, Kyler to go nuclear and become an MVP, become a top dog because he legitimately has a chip on his shoulder after. He was clearly embarrassed. He called a press conference to let everyone know it's not cool. We're not going to talk about this anymore. And I, I would not be surprised if they had the best offense in the NFC. So in a conference where you can make a serious case about the Rams, the Bucks, the Packers, and why they might take a step back, I love the idea that, A, the Cardinals could be the best team in the conference, but also could they be a 9-10 win team and, again, squeak in as a wild card? Absolutely. So, again, plus odds is the – is the theme here. I love these small plus odd dogs to, for teams that I feel like are absolute stone cold locks to make the playoffs. Okay, and then in terms of missing the playoffs, looks like you got the Colts at plus 150, a team that everybody's been enamored with this year. And then the 49ers at plus 175, unknown commodity in Trey Lance. I don't hate looking at the 49ers to miss, Ryan. Yeah, and starting with them, that's purely just a, I, I understand everyone's focused on the ceiling of what Trey Lance could be, MVP. I just saw he, they, uh, the biggest liability is on Trey Lance. The most money has been taken on Trey Lance in the MVP market. And so to me, no one's really looking at the case where he, hey, he's thrown the ball 400 times over the last couple seasons. And he was in high school three years ago. Like this is a situation <laughs> where we really don't know. And we're all assuming the floor is not completely at the basement. And so for me to be able to get a plus 175 on a team with basically a rookie quarterback uh, with, you know, again, a veteran team that's ready to win now too. the, the story of what happens when this was the wrong decision and Jimmy G has been shipped out of town. I, I wonder. So I, I think there's a lot of versions of this season where it goes poorly and, and they miss out of the playoffs because they're the third best team in the division. Yeah, I'm with you there. I, again, I mean, not that I'm expecting them to have a bad year, but I just need to be proven otherwise on Trey Lance. He doesn't really have that much experience. Yeah. And still, the small sample size hasn't been wonderful that we saw last year. So he's got to take a big leap in a still difficult division in order to get there in the value plus 175. Not too bad right. at all. And then, Ryan, uh, Colts plus 150. Explain your position here, my man. Uh, purely a, Hey, this division is not as lopsided as the odds are saying. I think, you know, you want to take an analytical approach approach. You look at the football outsiders, they get, they're applying 7.9 mean wins for everyone, but the Jags and the Jags are at 7.6. So for me to get the Colts to miss the playoffs, a division that probably will not carry two playoff teams, 
because of the variance of, Hey, can, could Tennessee, could Jacksonville or could Houston get nine wins and win this division because the Colts, Oh, by the way, are rolling out an old quarterback who might be very near the cliff. I, I inside information coming out of Indianapolis is that the offense does not look great. And that Matt Ryan does not look like this polished veteran like Philip Rivers did even when he came to town. So I think there's a little bit of concern here. And and, and hopefully for for Colts fans, Jonathan Taylor can make it make it all better. But I, I'd be worried. And for plus 150, happy to take that. All right, Ryan, we got a little bit less than two minutes to go. One player award that I see you have some interest in is just getting me excited here because, man, I big question mark here for Jameis Winston this season. But I did take him for comeback player of the year. It's not like it was tremendous value. It was like 6-1 to one right around there, but I did him in a long shot. The point is you seem to have maybe some interest in him doing more than that, and that's winning the MVP this season. I think with these markets, you have to go long, uh, especially now with with the the saturation of the market. I think the top guys, there's no value. So, give me Jameis Winston. I, I love the comeback player, the the year award uh, angle, but I also like the idea of what happens if he goes back to that dude who could throw for five thousand yards and thirty touchdowns. Obviously, thirty interceptions that was a problem, but I think if you're going to play the angle of hey, what what happens if the NFC gets weird? What happens if, if Aaron Rodgers' offensive line isn't quite the same and they do miss Devontae Adams and Tom Brady, uh, maybe he doesn't come back from his hiatus and, and Matt Stafford's elbow is really hurting him. And all of a sudden you have Jameis Winston leading a 12 and five Saints team with really good defense and he's thrown for 4,800 yards and 35 touchdowns. The, the media is going to want to, uh, he's the narrative's there. And, and again, this is more of a, is he going to win the award outright? I don't know, but 80 to one, he's certainly not going to be 80 to one halfway through the season. I'll take that bet. Agreed. Good roster all around and We'll see how the coaching staff does, but if he can just get in a rhythm and limit those turnovers, I don't see why he can't be in consideration. Ryan, thank you for all the time, my man. Best of luck with all those plays. We'll have to do it again soon before the season starts. Let it ride. You got it right, Kramer, folks, at Kramer Centric, where you can follow him on Twitter. Make sure you catch him hosting the Sports Gambling Podcast for plenty more NFL coverage. Speaking of NFL coverage, decent betting reporter Josh Applebaum hitting us up next. We'll talk about tonight's preseason game and much more of the biggest market movers here on Rush Hour. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The VEASAN College Football Guide is out right now, and our NFL Guide drops next week. Our experts are providing profiles of every single team along with their trends, power ratings, and over-under recommendations. Plus, you'll get best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and player awards. But remember, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VEASAN All-Access subscriber. So sign up on our discounted football special and get all access to everything we do from right now through the Super Bowl. And it's only $175. Or you could save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. So go to vcin.com slash subscribe for all of your betting options and to become a part of vcin, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back to VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. The show is Rush Hour. I'm Danny Burke, your host, broadcasting live here in the Windy City. We'll kick it out now live to the East Coast where our man Josh Applebaum is set up, ready to go on all of the action tonight. Some NFL, some baseball, some WNBA. And, well, we got the big news coming out today, Josh. Deshaun Watson suspended 11 games. The odds certainly were affected by all of that with the division and the win total. Out in your neck of the woods and just all the work you've done, Josh, I mean, what did you really see that stood out to you after we heard all of this information? Yeah, Danny, it's great to be with you. Happy Thursday. A lot of great sweats tonight, so let's get to it. I think, obviously, just from uh, an information standpoint, we finally got some clarity on this. Remember, this was kind of the one last thing that we were waiting on you know brown's win totals brown brown's futures they're pretty much off the board all summer as we wait to see what will happen with watson so you know the early recommendation was six games the nfl wanted a year they settle on 11 games with a five million dollar fine so danny the first thing that jumped out to me is the win total we had actually a brief moment in time when that first recommendation of six games came out a couple books threw up a win total of nine and a half with cleveland really juiced up under 
now that we see this officially 11 games, pretty much everyone is at eight and a half now, Danny. So if you look across the board, eight and a half under minus 145 at BetMGM, eight and a half under minus 135 at DraftKings. So the first thing that jumped out to me is we're at eight and a half and all the juice liability is toward the under. So think of it this way, Danny, you're going to have to play 11 games with Cleveland with most likely Jacoby Brissett as your starting quarterback. You know, there's rumors about Jimmy G maybe making a move with Cleveland, but I was talking to Mike Pritchard earlier today, and it'd be kind of tough to, you know, bring in Jimmy G at such a short amount of time. We're already week two in the preseason, so it seems to me they might just be riding with Brissett here. But I'm looking toward this under eight and a half, Danny. I think it's going to be difficult, uh, especially if you look at the schedule. You look at the when uh, when um, Watson comes back, he's going to play at Houston December 4th. Then you have a bunch of divisional games, Cincinnati, Baltimore. You're going to have to play Pittsburgh. You're going to have to play New Orleans, Washington. So schedule is kind of tough, I think. Uh, it could be a contrarian play as well. Just the public says, yeah, he's he's out 11 games, but he'll come back, you know, later half of the year. Just take the over. But it's under juiced up, Danny. I'd look toward the under eight and a half. And also, if you look at the games that he's going to miss, weeks one through um, 11 here, or week, weeks one through 12, they have a buy in there. I'd lean to some of these teams that now have an easier schedule. Now, for example, my Patriots, the, the total is eight and a half win total, Danny. It's minus 115, minus 120 to the over. The Patriots uh, go to Cleveland in week six. So now you have to face Brissett instead of Watson. Same thing with um, the Miami Dolphins. They actually host Cleveland in November, on November 13th in week 10. So I think these teams like Miami over eight and a half, as well as teams in the division, Baltimore, Cincinnati over nine and a half, uh, as well as the Steelers over seven and a half. I think the, the first thing to me is we're juiced up under eight and a half with Cleveland. But I look at all these other teams lean to a little bit of their overs, knowing that they won't have to face Watson now. Makes sense. All right, Josh, well, keeping it in football uh, tonight, maybe not the most exciting game for other people, but here in the Chicagoland area, we got our sights set on the TVs tonight to see Justin Fields, at least for a little bit of time, play some football tonight in Seattle against the Seahawks. And man, this game obviously has gone back and forth with the news of Drew, uh, Drew Locke having COVID, so he will not be playing. Josh, right now we see Seattle minus three in the hook, total all the way down to 38 and a half. I mean, take us through this whole week in terms of what we've seen with this game yeah so i think first off danny we got to think back you know what happened this past week overs 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 they were 14 and 3 you know if you were just kind of hitting every over you had a fantastic start to the preseason but the first thing that i jumped to danny is the fact that this total has actually been falling the last 24 hours especially the last maybe two hours or so uh, at one point this was as high as like 42 41 40 and a half I bet the under 39 and a half earlier today, Danny. Now we're down to 38 and a half. So a lot of late money is coming under. I think just from a contrarian standpoint, uh, anytime you see like a huge over week, automatically the books are going to adjust. So thinking of zigging when the public zags, you know, I think you're going to have a lot of people saying, hey, let me just keep riding this over trend. What I like, Danny, is the under tonight. We have late movement to the under. You mentioned it. Drew Locke is out. So one of your quarterbacks is out. You're probably going to see a lot of Jacob Eason. And your new coach, Danny, Eberflus, he told the Chicago Sun-Times, quote, it's a short week. We're not going to put too much stress on our players' bodies. So that tells me uh, they're really going to uh, rest a lot of their guys. You're not going to see many starters here. At our VEASAN.com bet splits, tickets are about 50-50 to the total, but 70% of the money is on the under. So, Danny, I like this late movement to the under after a huge week of overs. My play tonight, give me the under. 39.5 was my number. You can still find a 39. Try to get it. It's really falling to 38.5 as we speak. Now, Josh, in terms of this spread, so like we were saying, I mean, before Drew Locke was ruled out, it went up to as high as five and a half. I actually got involved with Seattle at minus four in the hook. And of course, now you can get three in the hook or even a flat three at some spots. But what do you kind of make of this situation in terms of the spread, even if you're not betting it? I mean, for some people who are either already invested, such as myself or people looking to get invested in it, because sometimes it gets a little bit too inflated and you don't want to completely overreact. And sometimes you get a better number. Uh, how do you kind of factor that in tonight? I think it's a great point, Danny. So I'm a big proponent of dance with the one who brung you. So if you make a, a bet early on a game, I'm not going to bet the other way. I'm not going to double down. I'm not going to get, you know, buy out of it. So to me, anytime you see a line move, I think the easiest thing is let's overreact. Let's bet the other side. Let's try to find our way out of it. I'll give you a perfect example. I was on Seattle yesterday, Danny, minus 189. They fell to like minus 170. I'm like, oh, this is not good. Money's coming in on the Angels. But instead of maybe turning one loss into two or buying out of a play, you stick with your original bet. I'm a big proponent of that. In terms of the spread, this is a perfect example to me, Danny, of kind of a layoff spot. I'll be rooting for you. I hope Seattle covers. But anytime you see this back and forth line movement without kind of a, 
a, a clear direction. To me, it's kind of a layoff spot. So uh, try to find an edge. Like to me, the value here is on the under. Now it could fly over. We could see whatever uh, whatever happens tonight. I think the point being though, Seattle, maybe they play a little more of their guys. Maybe the Bears uh, rest their guys a little bit. That could be the angle with Seattle, Danny. So I'm rooting for you. But to me, it's just been too back and forth to really have a, a pure edge or feeling like you have uh, kind of advantage either way. Yeah, I got you. Well, Josh, uh, let us know if you got an advantage in baseball tonight, and in particular, <laughs> this Yankees and Blue Jays game. My man, uh, New York, a lot of steam, it seems. They're up to minus 162. <laughs> are you thinking the Yankees are the right side this evening? I am, Danny. We were talking right before. Uh, you and I will both be sweating the pinstripes tonight. You're a Cubs fan. I'm a Red Sox fan, so it's going to be a weird one here. But let's see if the Yankees can cash. I'm with you. The line movement's all, all been toward New York here, Danny. They opened as low as minus 135. At one point, they got up to... I saw like a minus 155, minus 160. There's a little bit of buyback right now. Some books, I did see one book just fall to like 155, but really all movement has been toward New York. This is a team that really struggled, 2-11 and their last 13 games. But Danny, that walk-off uh, grand slam by Donaldson, maybe that's the spark that they needed to kind of get themselves going. Barrios, who's pitching for Toronto, he has an ERA of like 15 and a half in his last two starts in August. He's been really getting lit up here. You And you look at Frankie Montas on the bump for New York, He's coming off a good win against my Red Sox. He went five innings, just gave up two runs. It was a 3-2 win there. Uh, Yankees are 8-4 head-to-head -head against Toronto. They've been really good at home as a favorite against right-handed pitching. So I'm going to take the Yankees here tonight, Danny. Maybe that Donaldson grand slam gives them a little bit of momentum. All right, Josh, we got about 90 seconds. Rapid fire, baby. You know the drill when we have you on. <laughs> I know you got one more playing baseball and then always a little bit of WNBA. So what else are we rocking with tonight? Oh, yeah, Danny. So last baseball play for me, I'm going Jacob DeGrom. You really never get DeGrom at this price. He's around minus 130. Uh, they actually opened the Mets around like minus 120, now up to minus 130. So you have movement in favor of DeGrom. Some shops is even higher, like minus 135. So late movement is going toward the New York Mets. Uh, the Mets in this spot here, uh, DeGrom actually faced Atlanta about a week ago, went 5.2 innings, two runs, struck out 12. So I think it's an opportunity here, especially when the Braves just 7-17 and 17 as a dog. Freed's no slouch. I like him as a lefty, Danny. But I think DeGrom, this is kind of a, not a once in a lifetime, but it's very rare you get him at minus 130 and the line move in his favor and correlative betting favorite low total. So give me the Mets here. And last one, Danny, we got some playoff basketball tonight, WNBA. So give me the over uh, in the Wings and the Sun game tonight. If you look at steam movement for the over at least one point in the playoffs, you see the total rise. Since 2014, the over is 34 and 14, 71%. Two top offenses here, two overscoring teams. It opened 163. It's up to 163 and a half, 164. Try to find a 163 and a half. I'm on the over 163 and a half wings and sun. Wow, that's an incredible number there in terms of going to the <laughs> over. Josh, appreciate all of that information as always, my man. Best of luck with all your plays. And yes, sir, we'll be sweating out the Yanks tonight. So hopefully we get dubs all across the board, buddy. <laughs> Looking forward to it, Danny. Go Yankees. Yes, sir. At Josh underscore insights on Twitter. Oh, my goodness. I'm sure his friends hate that he just said that. He's a tired Red Sox fan, but hey, we do it for the bets, baby. That's why we love him. All right, coming up next, Danny's Dimes. I'll tell you why I'm betting the Yankees a little bit more so, and then also what we're doing with that Seahawks and Bears game now that the numbers move. Stick around. One more segment to go. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, 
Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of it. Like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook invites you to add some variety to your baseball bets with new same game parlays. Every game this baseball season, you can combine game bets and player props to create your perfect Bet Rivers combination. Whether you're looking to increase your payouts on favorites or make your own long shot, you can add a little extra spice to your game with same game parlays at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. So download the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app and make your baseball same game parlays today. Final segment here on Rush Hour. Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke Fiber. You can follow on Twitter. And since it is our final segment, that means it is time for Danny's Dimes, my best bets for the evening. As you know, we've got one in baseball and one in football tonight. And don't worry, I know you may have heard it earlier, but some people uh, need to get the refresher or an update at least on that preseason game because of all the movement. But before we get into that football game, let me briefly tell you what I got rocking on the diamond tonight with the Yankees and the Blue Jays. So New York had uh, quite the heroic win last night. Josh Donaldson, walk-off grand slam. This Yankees team has really been struggling as of late. So like Josh Applebaum was saying last segment, maybe that walk-off grand slam can kind of ignite this team to getting back on track to the Bronx Bombers that they look like this whole season up until the past couple of weeks. So the Yankees in this game opened as a minus 140 favorite. The Blue Jays at about plus 120. The market's been loving them some Yankees tonight because now at that Rivers, New York is up to minus 162. Toronto now serves as a plus 143 underdog. Total open dates jumped up to eight in the hook. Over does have some juice, uh, minus 120. So as for the Blue Jays, they did defeat the Orioles last night 6-1, to one, but they had lost the previous three games. So their bats were taking a while to get back into a rhythm themselves, much like the Yankees. Toronto has dropped 8 of 12 meetings with New York this year, and they're also 2-4 and four in New York after winning 8 of 10 games at Yankee Stadium last season. But the Blue Jays have not been looking forward to facing the Yankees. And I think the sentiment can be expressed tonight once again. They got Jose Barrios taking the bump. The righty, when loss-wise, has been serviceable, 8-5. and five. But then when you look at his raw numbers, man, I just don't know how you trust this guy. 561 ERA, 139 whip, a FIP at 507. Horrendous. Same with his home run to fly ball ratio at 17%. His Sierra is somewhat okay, but you're still in the fours, 406 to be exact. If you didn't think that was bad, folks, his home and road splits will scare you even more. On the road, he has a 750 ERA, a 404 weighted on base average, and then his FIP is 625. Now, he has faced the Yankees twice, and it hasn't been that bad of starts. I mean, both at Yankee Stadium. One outing went five innings, allowed six hits and three earned runs. The other, 5.1 innings pitched, five hits, five earned runs. But look, it's not anything tremendous. And again, the large sample size would suggest that you don't really want to trust a guy in Barrios. He surrendered 13 earned runs throughout his last two starts against the Guardians and on the road against the Twins. 
and Yankees hitters really have pretty solid numbers against Barrios up to this point. In seven career starts against the Yankees, he's 2-3 and three with a 5.35 ERA. So long story short, as you know, we don't want, really want to be trusting Barrios in this game because his numbers are terrible, and the Yankees are probably just going to get after him and attack him. Speaking of the Yankees, their starter tonight, newly acquired Frankie Montas, the righty in his third start with the Yankees. The first one uh, didn't really go according to plan at St. Louis. He kind of struggled. But then, like Josh uh, Applebaum was also saying, against his Red Sox, well, he bounced back in that game when five innings pitched, allowed just five hits, and then two earned runs in that spot. So overall, though, and you got to take into account, remember, he was with the A's earlier, but his stat line reads 4-9 with a 3.59 ERA. His whip is 119. His FIP still very solid at 3.53. And his Sierra is at 3.57. So overall, really solid numbers for Montas. Hopefully he can keep up the momentum that he garnered from what happened at Boston. And he should have a good opportunity to do so tonight against this Blue Jays team that, again, has been struggling as of late. And on the road against righties, the numbers are actually pretty impressive for Toronto, but that's a large sample size, right? And in that case, they got an OPS of 746 and a weighted runs created plus of 113. But at Yankee Stadium versus righties, 651 is their OPS, 286 is their weighted on base average, and then 81 is their weighted runs created plus that you're seeing for this Blue Jays team specifically at Yankee Stadium, right? Yankees love hitting at Yankee Stadium, naturally. 747 OPS, 325 weighted on base average, and then a 114 weighted runs created plus. So Barrios really just going to have a struggling effort, you would think, tonight against an offense that hopefully can't get sparked from what happened last night and just a team that is due to get their offense back in order. So I'm looking at the momentum that's gone toward the Yankees, right? I think that is the right play. I got involved with it earlier. I'm on New York on the money line, snagged them at about minus 148. Again, they're a little expensive now at minus 162. If that's too much for your liking, or rather too much for wanting to get invested at that high price, well, look at the run line, plus 130. Yankees, when they win, they're one of the best teams in terms of covering the run line. So always consider that angle if you don't want to lay that steep price with the money line. By the way, like we said, total's gotten some movement from eight up to eight and a half. Over minus 120, I would consider that as well. I'm thinking if Montas doesn't have the best performance, you could get a lot of runs here. But more importantly, I'm liking the Yankees tonight. Snagged them on the money line. So that's what I got going in terms of the diamond. And then just to conclude everything, uh, bringing back the NFL preseason game tonight with the Bears and the Seahawks. The Seahawks opened this game at minus 3.5, right? That went up to 5.5, and, and then it came down once again because we know Drew Locke suffered with COVID, right? So he is out in this game. You got Geno Smith, and then you'll get Jacob Eason, who is a fine quarterback, right? But he's no Drew Locke. At the end of the day, you're still getting the Seahawks team that has a lot of guys who are vying for a starting position, vying for a roster spot for this lowly Seattle team with not the highest of expectations. Matt Eberflew said it himself. I mean, it's a short week, which is really difficult to prepare for overall in the regular season. In the preseason, eh, not so much. You're really not going to stress your guys there. The game plan probably isn't going to be executed fully. So it's not going to be a good spot for Chicago here. I got invested when it was at minus four and a half. I didn't get the best of the number. And, but even at some other spots, it went up to five and a half. The lone book that we talked about the other day at four and a half. And I figured, you know what? I'm just going to take advantage of it while I can. Yet that right after, of course, we hear the news of Drew Locke. He has COVID. Not the best opportunity presented there because now you can get it at three and a half. And some books even have it at the flat three. So you saw a lot of movement with that spread. But you know what? Like Josh was saying, I'm already invested in the Seahawks team. I'm going to stick with my position with them minus four and a half. I'm not going to look to kind of buy back on the Bears in any sort of way because I still think this sets up a little bit nicer for Seattle. And if you do get the flat three out there and you haven't bet this game yet, yeah, I would consider Seattle still in this spot because of those disadvantages for the Bears. I mean, Fields is only going to be going a little bit. Geno Smith probably going to be going a half is what you would assume. He's got to showcase his talent. He's got to put it all out in the line there for his career starting position with the Seahawks. And yeah, I mean, the Bears on the short week just probably isn't going to be a good spot for him. But ultimately, you know, maybe you stay away or maybe you look at this total. It opened 39 and a half, went as high as 42 in the hook. Now it's back down to 38 and a half. Man, 
this is really low, which you've been seeing now. I mean, those overs were crushing it last week, and now you're seeing this total at 38 in the hook. A little bit, a little bit of juice to the over, minus 113, though. So maybe, maybe you get this back up to 39 and can jump in on the under. But the Bears' offense probably is not going to be flowing that smoothly. But I do think Seattle has a little bit more to play for and execute tonight. So that's what I would be looking for in this preseason game. I'm still going to be sweating out the Seahawks minus four in the hook, but uh, not as confident, obviously, with just Geno Smith and Jacob Eason in the mix now. But that's kind of what I'm rocking with tonight with the NFL preseason. Let me know what you're playing, though, at Danny Burke Fiverr. You could always follow along on Twitter. Should be interesting to see if uh, the Bears actually do put out Justin Fields for a little bit longer. But like we said, Eberflus didn't really make it seem like it, but still should be fun to see those Bears go out on that field. While uh, it's not too much to stress about during preseason for us Bears fans. So, uh, yeah, we'll have to see what happens there. Last thing here before we head out, folks. If you missed it earlier, the big news throughout the National Football League, Deshaun Watson and the NFL and the NFLPA have reached an 11-game suspension for Watson. If you didn't know or hear, the adjusted win totals now show at Bed Rivers as the Browns at plus 450 to come out on top of the AFC North. The Ravens are plus 140, Bengals plus 170. But the win total, we saw it at 9.5 earlier, right? Now it's come down to 8 in the hook. And a big juice on the under now, minus 150. So if you've been waiting to get involved with this Cleveland Browns team, he's not going to be back till week 13 versus the Texans. But that win total only adjusting a little bit. But now's your time to get involved if you want to. And then, hey, if you think they could take care of business with Jacoby Brissett, easy schedule those first six games. A little bit of plus money to the over, but plenty to look forward to for this upcoming NFL season. We got plenty to look forward to tonight with baseball and NFL preseason. So best of luck with whatever you are playing. And thank you for tuning in to another edition of Rush Hour. We'll catch up again tomorrow. Until then, take care, folks. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.